This is Sarah Tebow, and I'm the host of the SideWoo Podcast. Join me for conversations about mental health and metaphysical issues from the lens of living a more creative, fulfilling, and connected life. From the physical to the metaphysical and beyond, welcome to the SideWoo. Welcome to the latest Tarot Quickie for Artists, where I read two cards for the week ahead. It will be Sunday, October 29th through November 4th of next week, Sunday through Saturday. And I usually try to focus these readings around creative projects, although it's possible that they could reflect other areas of your life. And I will say we are having a big lunar eclipse in Scorpio. So take a look at where that sits on your chart if you want a little bit more insight. And I might actually do a little special reading. So um, you can check out my YouTube for that. Just probably one card about the, the eclipse. So just to get into it, I did actually do this reading once. And I thought that my read of the cards was like a little superficial, not to get too perfectionist about it. But yeah, so I just wanted to go again, because I was getting other downloads as I was starting to upload my video. So I wanted to share. The first card is the energy of the week. And it is the lover's card. And as you can see, I'm using the Morgan Greer deck, and it is quite a sexy lover's card. We have this hetero couple here, a woman is nude be first, you know, fully, fully waxed. She's ready for the beach with this kind of beefcake looking guy who is looking at her. And the way that I interpret the lovers usually is that there's this dynamic where you're being presented with maybe some options and the option that you're kind of being most drawn to is either too good to be true or so bad that you're just kind of like frozen by how bad it is. And so there's this just kind of surface level material world look at the problem or the thing that you're being offered. And so if this happens for you, what the card is suggesting is that you take a step back and look at a spiritual path either around the bad thing or think about what your role in it is. Um, you know, for example, climate change, like it's really easy to spiral out about climate change. But if you take a step back and think about, well, what part can I play? And what are the realistic measures that we can all take instead of just spiraling, which doesn't really help anyone? You know, worry only feels like it's helping, but it actually isn't. And then if you're being offered something really great, I would say definitely look behind that, look at your motivations. I think too, one of the downloads that I got from the past reading that I wanted to add was that she's pretty exposed here in a way that he isn't, he's being kind of concealed. So there's a sense that like the one at risk is the woman in this card. And, you know, tarot has a lot of binaries, but I think you can read this as energy and you can also look to the card and see which one are you in it. Do you feel like you're the the person looking at her or do you feel like that the the woman and in which case like are are there parts of yourself that you're not protecting because you're just so excited to take advantage of the opportunity? Are you abandoning yourself 
So make sure that you're checking in with yourself every step of the way if something's coming up that looks really good or if it looks really bad. You know, you don't want to abandon yourself in either direction. The other card of the week is the nine of wands, which wands are kind of this stand in for potentially creative projects. It could be people that you're working with creatively, and it could also be desires, either your own or other people's. So the thing that came up for me this time around as I was reevaluating the card is that the nine of wands is about being really, you know, high functioning at the top of your game. And then using the phrase high functioning, kind of like you would with addiction, where it's potentially something where you are doing a lot and your inner world is not fully catching up to the amount of work that you're producing. And in the Rider Waite Smith deck, the Nine of Wands soldier is looking pretty beat up. Like he's got like a bandage on his head. And, you know, in this deck, he's got his shit together. But again, that's very surface level, which would tie back into the lovers. So, you know, he has his uniform on and he's doing his thing and he's marching in front of his projects or whatever. But the question that I have for this card is, you know, is this really where he's at? And is there a point where maybe there's too many things or does he need to take a stop and rest? And so it may be that like some of these wands are the demands of other people that you feel like you have to meet. And so trying to figure out like which ones are yours and which ones are other people's, I think would help you navigate this. And Nine of Wands being a more experienced card. So trust your inner wisdom because you have built it up over your past years of experience, which also lead to the things that are maybe kind of helping you overdo it. You know, we all have our patterns, but I think you can also trust your wisdom. Oh, I did this before. Maybe I'll take a step back and not do the same thing again. Or maybe I know to look at the problem a different way. And yeah, if, if there's tough questions, again, relying on your intuition, but also you know, the soldier is a team player. And so I think if you go in with good intentions and show that you are willing to be part of a, a group, I know like last week we had the three of wands, which is all about collaboration at the early stage. And so if you find yourself kind of maxed out in that group, for example, or in another group, like just communicating and doing it with love and showing that you are willing to help out where you can or, you know, something to that effect. You don't want to just like cut and run, um, even though maybe you're having some fight or flight kind of kick in because of the overwhelm. So I thought I would do a quick reading one card for the lunar eclipse. And I, in my last video, said it was a lunar eclipse in, in Scorpio, which is wrong. It's in the lunar part of the eclipse is in Taurus at five degrees of Taurus. And the sun is in Scorpio, which I just wanted to correct that first in case I got called out. But yeah, I think I recommended this earlier, but I would always go and check where your sun and your moon are during an event like this and see which houses are activated. I know, for example, mine are the sixth and the 12th house. So I'm gonna go look into that. Sounds pretty spooky and rude, but yeah. And I was just reading about it and it sounds like this is the last of 
a series of eclipses in Scorpio and Taurus. And so it's kind of like the the close to the series that began in, I guess, probably May of 2021 when there was the first of the eclipses. So it's something to look into, you know, what was happening in your life around May of 2021. I know that was a real shit time for me, but also lots of art projects going on. Um, anyway, not going to get into that. Let's pull some cards. Okay, that's a great one to boot right away. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm going to pull a counter card because this one card is a little too dark otherwise. Okay, goodness gracious. All right, so we've got three of swords, which I always accidentally call three of hearts. But if you know anything about this card, you know that it is a heart with three swords stabbing it and dark storm clouds or rain coming down. I think in this deck, which is nice, the Morgan Greer deck, it has a little bit of like light behind it, which I always like to think of as like a clearing out of negative energy instead of it being just like a purely negative card. But apparently that's the energy of this eclipse. You're going to have to have some tough conversations with people, which are definitely not always really bad. You know, I mean, a tough conversation is as hard as setting a boundary. So it could be, you know, someone's talking to you. It could be you having to really tell someone, hey, I can't do this project. I mean, if we look at the reading that I just did, there's a lot going on, it sounds like, with the nine of wands. So it might be something where you're like, I can do X, Y, and Z, but not also A, B, C, D. And so you're really setting your clear boundary. And it may not be something the person wants to hear, but ultimately down the line, it's going to serve you all best because what you don't want, I think when it comes to avoiding like a three of swords type conversation is what are you sacrificing by not having that conversation? And so if you have a hard time motivating yourself, like imagine all the things that you're going to have to give up or, or the resentment that you'll feel at not having said the, your piece and that energy will carry into your relationship. And ultimately, like the people that you're trying to please are not going to be super excited by that energy either. So I think, you know, all the things with boundaries, I do think too, this can be healing. I think like a tough conversation can lead to healing. You know, you kind of look at this like dark stormy cloud area and the light is pushing it away. So it's almost like bringing things to light will push away the darkness. It just might feel painful at first. And the counter card to this is the 10 of wands, which remember we were at the nine of wands and now we're at the 10. So yeah, like you're doing too much. You're carrying too much weight. And even if that's just because you're not saying your piece or saying the thing that you need, um, which, you know, three of swords, just say it. And that in its own way allows you to put things down. So I think in this case, you know, he's got a feather in his cap, which always kind of refers to this idea of like a guide of some kind. So it could be that, you know, even just going to a therapist and like talking, and it could be like just getting straight up rest, like, you know, not working out on a Sunday instead of, you know, your usual like early morning gym routine or yeah. So I, I did have the thought that there is an element of like helping too. So it could be that you do help with some lifting of someone else 
too. And it might be a lot, but like the, the knowledge that you're helping them could kind of give you this like extra superhuman strength just for a time. You know, I think you receive what you give. So it may be too, that there is a moment where the best thing to do is to like carry a little bit more than you think you can handle. I don't know why that came up, but I just wanted to throw that out there in case that's helpful for someone that, you know, setting a boundary isn't necessarily like getting rid of everything completely or to completely shirk your duties. I think it can also be generous and not necessarily sacrificing, but finding an inner strength to be of service for a time just to help someone out. But, you know, cause I think we'll all be in it. <laughs> it sounds like this, this eclipse is going to be a lot. So yeah, good luck with that. I hope it helps. You can send me your questions if you want to be featured in my new series, which is every other week I do a live tarot reading with an artist or writer or creative person. And yeah, feel free to send me your questions. I try to keep it relevant to what's going on right now, but you can also follow me on Instagram, Sarah underscore Tebow and the side woo for all the podcast updates. And then I'm also on TikTok, the dot side dot woo and I'm on YouTube. So thank you so much for listening. I hope it goes really well this week. Good luck. That's all for this week's episode. Thanks for side wooing with us. We release episodes every other week on Thursday. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please rate, follow, subscribe, and review our podcast for good karma points. Until we meet again in the side room.